0: Welcome to the third episode of the Hoover City Schools Student Well-Being Podcast, the Roots and Wings Podcast. My name is Brian Rogers and I'm a licensed professional counselor with Hoover City Schools.
1: Hey, and I'm Candace Van Wunderham, a district mental health specialist for Hoover City Schools. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. This broadcast is meant to be a resource for parents tasked with raising resilient and courageous children in a world with great uncertainty at times. It is simply a monthly conversation focusing on relevant issues facing parents and guardians today. Our time together is composed of mental health professionals from throughout the Hoover City School District, so thank you for joining our conversation. We encourage you to let your friends know about us and leave us feedback by emailing us at the addresses in the episode notes. Today, our guest is Ms. Helena Young. Helena is the counselor at RC3, the lead school counselor for our district, and a licensed clinical social worker. Helena, it's privileged to have you here today. Thank you for being
2: here. Well, thank you, Candace, for allowing me.
0: As many of you may or may not know, February is Teen Dating Violence Prevention Awareness Month. Teen Dating Violence is a pattern of behavior that includes physical, emotional, verbal, or sexual abuse used by one person in a relationship to exert power or control over another. The theme for 2021 is Know Your Worth. So, we thought it would be good to discuss some tips, tools, and resources for having a positive, healthy conversation around healthy versus unhealthy relationships and what they look like. You'll also see a weekly posts on our Hoover City Schools social media platforms providing more information.
1: Brian, you know there's been a rise in domestic violence during the pandemic, and we know this has been a particularly hard time for our adolescents and our teens as they maneuver through their relationships. Let me share with you some sobering statistics. According to the CDC, nearly one in eleven females and approximately one in fifteen male high school students report having experienced physical dating violence in the last year. One in nine and one in thirty-six males reported experiencing sexual dating violence in the last year. With these startling statistics and the isolation the p- pandemic has brought, Helena, what have you observed, or what concerns have you had for our students during this time?
2: Thank you, Candice. I will say it's challenging to help guide adolescents down the path of healthy relationships even without the pandemic. But when you add the pandemic, we face even more challenges. Parents may have a false sense of security since we've been minimizing social gatherings. However, digital harassment does occur. It's difficult to know when your teen is receiving what your routine is receiving on their devices. Your teen may not be able to recognize the warning signs in the digital world because digital harassment looks different. Examples could be checking their social media account without the consent and using that information to exhibit possessiveness or extreme jealousy. I've seen teens tell me that they get very jealous when they send a text to a boyfriend and the boyfriend doesn't respond within a certain amount of minutes. So those are signs that you need to look at and talk through when it comes to having healthy relationships. The pandemic has already limited our social interactions by disrupting our normal routines So this leaves also increased opportunities for unhealthy behaviors. Helena, those are some great points,
1: especially regarding our digital age and how our students use technology. And you know, like you said, often the use of technology can be used to bully, harass, and stalk, and also intimidate a partner. We really need to think about what our kids may be experiencing and how we can reach them.
2: You're right, Candace. I think we need to start the conversation, and when we're able to recognize some warning signs, have more information to have a good informative discussion.
0: When we talk about these signs, I know there are several good resources for parents. One warning sign to look for is being afraid to disagree or always doing what the boyfriend or girlfriend wants to do. Well, we want our kids to live in a digital world. Excessive contact, texts, calls, Snapchat, or other sources could be a danger sign.
2: You're right, Brian. Often kids will stop associating with friends or participating in family activities. Declining grades and injuries that can't be explained are also some very common signs you'll see.
1: This is a scary situation, and it can be so shocking for parents to suspect or discover that their child may be in an unhealthy relationship, making that conversation even more difficult. What do you guys think are some tips we can give parents? Other than listening and providing support, what else could be helpful?
2: One good thing to do is accept what your child is saying if they actually talk to you about it. We want to make sure that they don't show shock or belief when they're discussing these things. Possibly that could make your child feel very unsupported. Believe what they say.
0: What's really hard is not to focus on the other person. Um, It's your child and we want to protect them. So it's normal to have those feelings where the, the mama bear comes out in you sometimes. Try to focus on the behaviors and how that makes your child feel, not about that particular person.
1: You know, ultimately, your teen and adolescent, they're at that stage of development where they are seeking independence. So we want to make sure we include them in decisions regarding next steps. You know, we have discussed a lot of signs and tips for parents, but it can still be a scary conversation. You know, Brian, what are other reasons you think parents might be afraid to talk to their kids? Um, Are there other resources we could provide?
0: Yeah, definitely. One great resource I found out there is the One Love Foundation. It started in honor of the memory of Yardley Love, who lost her life in a tragic domestic violence-related incident. She was only 22 years old at the time. Um, They have a lot of great information on their site that deals with healthy versus unhealthy relationships. Um, The episode notes has a link to their website and some specific resources. One of the sections on their site has 10 signs of a healthy relationship. While there's no such thing as a perfect relationship, the tips that they share can help us love better, as they say. Uh, now let's talk about some of those 10 so that uh, you as the listener can uh, maybe share these positive signs with your children. The first is that you have a comfortable pace in the relationship. Both of you should feel comfortable with the pace of the relationship. It's normal to want to spend lots of time together, but it's important that both of you agree how the relationship is moving. No one should feel pressured or overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, that's, that can be tough for our teenagers because they are constantly faced with pressure So this would be just one more area that we, you know, we really have to be careful about because we also know that trust in a healthy relationship. Each person has confidence that they would never do anything to harm each other. You know, there is no loyalty test and the privacy must be respected when trust
2: is at the core of your relationship. Another great tip is honesty. You should not feel the full truth about your feelings with each other. You can disagree on things, but honesty is still very essential.
0: That's true. Uh, The fourth one they share is independence. You should feel free to continue your separate hobbies and friendships. The other person does not need to be involved in every part of your life. And it's important that you have your own things that you're a part of and connected to.
1: Another aspect to discuss with your kids is the idea of respect. Are they valuing one another's beliefs and opinions? Are they loving each other for who they are as a person? Do they feel comfortable setting boundaries and being confident that the other person will respect those boundaries?
2: And guys, another area is equality. The relationship should feel balanced and everyone puts in the same effort for the success of the relationship. You don't let one person's preferences and opinions dominate, and instead you hear each other out and make compromises when you don't want to hear the same thing. You feel like your needs, wishes, and interests are just as important as the other person's.
0: The seventh characteristic ties into one that we highlight this month as well, and that's kindness. You are caring and empathetic to one another and provide comfort and support. In a healthy relationship, the other person will do things that they know will make you happy. Kindness should always be a two-way street. It's given and returned in your relationship.
1: Absolutely. And kindness is a message that we are sending out strongly in February. Another point that they make is about taking responsibility. Talk to your child about, are they admitting when they are wrong? Are they apologizing to each other when they have disagreements? We need to remember that healthy relationships, both partners take ownership for their words and their actions and how they may impact
2: each other. Well, the ninth temp deals with healthy conflict. I think we all can be in agreement that everyone has conflicts at times. It's not that you have conflicts. It matters. It's how you handle those conflicts. When we handle conflict in an open and respectful manner, it allows us to deal with the little issues before they escalate into something bigger.
0: The last on their list of 10 is is an important one as well, and that's fun. You should enjoy spending time with each other and bring out the best in one another. No relationship is fun 100% of the time, but the good should outweigh the bad. Their site also covers the flip side of these, 10 signs of an unhealthy relationship. This resource can be great for concerned parents, when you might notice some of the warning signs and it gives you some talking points to start a discussion with your team
2: another good resource is the national Do- domestic violence hotline it's a 1-800 number that i'm going to give you that's 1-800-799-7233 this line provides expert support for anyone experiencing unhealthy or abusive relationships or seeking information on aspects of their relationship There's also a live chat option that I know your team will enjoy. If you don't want to talk to an advocate on the phone, lovestrespect.org offers a live and confidential chat service specifically for young adults.
1: Wow. Brian and Helena, I think we have provided a lot of great information and tips and resources. You know, teen dating violence is prevalent. It's complex. It's often overlooked, but it is preventable. So we hope you have found this information valuable. And we'll be able to utilize the resources we provided. Remember, you can always reach out to your school counselor if you need help. Thank you all, and thank you, Helena, for joining us this month. Please remember to check out the episodes note. We have got a lot of great resources that we described in today's episode and others, um, and join us next month. Our topic will be finding balance in a social media wor- world. Thank you all.